is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Y'all hungover? You probably Fo- are. Football hangover, not alcohol, not Bourbon Street hungover. Yeah, that's you. You and Jerry. And Rosie. Ah, oh, man. Man. Hanging with the people. Hanging with the people. Ah, well, where do we start? Oh. We can start by me looking at this sheet where everybody picks scores. Hmm. Not one person had either score. Not even close. Not, Not even, even close. close. But two people did have the right prediction. The win-loss prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I blew that one too. <laughs> yeah. Where do we start? Where did it go wrong? Did did it ever start off right, Kurt? Did it ever start? What's your off biggest right? takeaway? Where did they where did the Cowboys fail? Well, you know, if you told me that the they'd, biggest area. they'd go into New Orleans, not give up a touchdown, hold Kamara to under 100 yards from scrimmage, you I'd, felt all right about I'd that. say they'd win that game, but offense had other ideas. So offense, you think offense is the biggest letdown yeah. of this game? Yeah, they just couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Jesse, biggest letdown for you? Yeah, Kellen Moore. Mm. Kellen Moore. And a lot of people – Via Twitter and and you hear you know interacting with the fans, for some odd reason they want to put this on Jason Garrett, and I find it very hard to believe. And trust me, this is coming from someone who has fired Garrett on multiple occasions. <laughs> um, to hear the fans like this is this is Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett didn't go in there and call one play, and I find it very hard to believe that he. Oh, you got so call? Yeah, to... Jason, uh, he's taking up for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I find it hard to believe that Jason, all of a sudden, after three great weeks of offensive performance, walked into the meeting room and said, listen, Kellen Moore, listen, kid, listen, it. youngster, here's mm-hmm. what we're going to do. No. Um, I do feel that this was one of those, the moment got a little bit too big for Kellen Moore. And that's okay. He, he's a rookie in this. And sometimes those moments can get the best of you. Nate, biggest letdown. Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan, David Omeya, uh, Brown, uh, kid uh, Brown from we got from the University of Texas. Those were the biggest, along with uh, Lattimore. Those were the things that caused the, the Dallas Cowboys. The problems. We could not do things offensively because of our offensive linemen did not play as the offensive line that we knew. Mm-mm. From the very first snap, they had players making plays. Even when Amari Cooper caught the first out, that kid was all over him. And he let him know from that point on, you may catch some balls, but you will work for every one of them. And they said that same with the defensive line. You may, you may block us, but you're going to work and hustle on every block. And uh, they, they, they took over the game. And by the time the fourth quarter came, 
They were on in our offense line, and I, I haven't seen that happen in a long time, even with the backups last year. Mm. And what do you think, man? One, it was boring as hell in that stadium. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it looked like on TV, but it just nothing could get going. You know, it was just the fans were loud. I mean, it was crazy atmosphere, and it just felt like it just felt off. It didn't seem like that was the team we had seen the first three weeks. It wasn't. It, it's almost like you came in and you you, you outthought yourself. And I don't know if it's because. You know, it was hard to see where I, w- I was all over the place, but it was a very, it seemed like a very physical game because those guys were hitting. I think the one bright spot for me was uh, Robert Quinn looked awesome. You know, yeah. and I, I think that, I think the defense, if the defense can keep playing like they did. I, I'm encouraged, but the, the offense just seemed off, you know. Well, first of all, they weren't gonna move as much pre-snap moves. And, Why not? Uh, they they weren't gonna move as much, but Why not, brother? They could they could have tried it, but they weren't all on the same page now. And I heard, I think somebody was telling us that, and I think it was Mickey saying that they the communications was great. Okay, if the communications was great, I'm for all the movement. That's who you, you know? are, though. Yeah. Don't don't change your stripes now. Don't you've been this for the first you've been this all offseason, you've been this all training camp, you've been this for the first three games of the season. Don't change your stripes now. Why why those motions and those movements, what it does is it gives Dak a clear picture of what's happening. Okay. They sat back in that cover two all day long. And they said, they literally said to the Cowboys, Run. here's the deal. We don't we don't fear your run game as much as you praise your run game. So what we're going to do is we're going to sit back in this cover two because they spent 85 to 90% of that game in cover two. And they said, run it. We like our chances with the front seven that we got. They didn't even – the safety was back. They didn't even even add another guy to the box. And repeatedly – the Cowboys just kept running right into a wall over and over and over again. It, it was it was insane to see that. And it made no sense that you got to this point in time of the season and you changed your stripes. Okay, well, one thing I'm quite sure, that going down the road, they're they not going to do this again. You, yeah, why, why would you? Why did they? I mean, what well, was it the noise? Was it the communication? Well, they may like, have thought. Going into the game, that the communications wouldn't be able, or they couldn't get off what they needed with that. I'm with you, Jesse. If if, if they tell me, uh, if I can find out, now you know, forever then, because you're convicted in what you're saying, that they should have tried more motion. Even if they didn't go in the game with that in their mind, they should have tried that. But I'm gonna say this right here. Even if they would have tried that. They defense line, man. If you go back and look at the film, they defense line was in, in and on us. Yeah, but we ran the ball on seventy percent of the time. First down on first down, mm-hmm. which had been a lot lower than that the first three games. Which is mm-hmm. we were doing it at like fifty percent the first three games. Again, what what did I say last week that they could not find themselves on third and longs? Mm-hmm. You cannot right, find. Right. And when you run into a brick wall, that's second and 10, second and 11, mm-hmm. second and 9, then now you find yourself third and 7, third and 8, third and 9. Now that is a definite passing down. I do everything now like, oh, you got to pass it to me. 
instead of going back to what worked for you for the first three games, it just it blew my mind to see this team change. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing that caused for the change. You didn't even like you didn't even attempt and say, all right, fellas, we tried it, and the crowd is just too loud, we can't hear anything. But in the end of the day, is what is me doing this or raising my leg or pointing to a guy to send him in motion? That ain't nothing. That ain't, there's nothing, there's nothing, the crowd can't affect that. But what it now does is, oh, Dak knows. It's a cover, it's it's man-to-man coverage. Oh, they're back in the zone. Okay, here's my first read, here's my second read. I got some guys moving. They didn't they let those dudes sit there and thought you were that, that is a this team well, this well, team was this team was two well, plays would, away would, would, from being Moore, back-to-back going to the Super Bowl. This is a good football team. What what wouldn't Kellen Moore and Coach Kitna know this? Saying, okay, we need to go in the game. With a game plan of okay, we gonna we gonna still move in motion and we are gonna do what we need to do. Wouldn't wouldn't they know that though? We assume that yes, we we assume that they would know that. But when you when you pop on and watch the game, you're looking like that. If you if you had dropped in from Mars mm. and didn't know what this team did in the last three years, I mean last three games. And all you had recognition of what they did last year, and you watched that New Orleans game, you would say, oh, this was 2018. This ain't 2019. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was a 2018 football team. Yeah. I was also surprised they didn't use the play action much. I mean, the yeah. RPOs, nothing. Yeah, 39% coming into this season, and they used, or this first three games, they used 20% last night. Well, I, and the I'm seven times you. they did, Dak I'm was six for seven. Half, but in the second half, they they weren't gonna fall for the um, for the play because it was non-existent. The run the run action was. I he had success. I don't know yeah. when he had it, but I mean, Dak was six for seven and sixty five yards on play action. You can go. You can go take that film out, man. And I agree with the motion. And one thing, it would have helped Dak. The motion and the movement would have helped Dak. But that wouldn't have did nothing for our, our offensive line. What did you see with the offensive line, Nate? What was the breakdown? Every there? almost every play, uh, it was a breakdown, and it was a breakdown in key positions. Was if it assignments or was it just bad just, play? Just bad physical play. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who to block; they just couldn't block them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm saying in my mind that okay, it wasn't a lot of movement, and I'm already saying this is what Nate's saying is okay. The noise they and maybe they went into the game like just saying, but maybe they should have said, "Hey, let's let's spend a series or two seeing could we do this." I'm with you there, but when you call a play, the play has to be executed. Now, yes, when you have familiarity and what they looked at, and say, okay, if they coming back with what they did last year, they keyed in like, okay, mm-hmm. they ain't changed nothing, so this is what we're gonna do, you know? Because remember, last year the game was tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their defensive line was good, but we blocked a little bit better and made the plays. Where we really lost the game at is when we did have drives, it, it came out with turnovers. So, yes, and, I'm not disputing that, but but I'm telling. And to your point, Travis Frederick was on with Ben and Skin about an hour or two ago, and he said our communication was fine. Yeah, we were able to communicate up and down the line with no problems. He said, but. It was somebody had a breakdown 
Every every time, so every time it seemed like we were getting something go, going, someone would have a breakdown. I would have a breakdown. Tyron would have a breakdown. You know, uh, uh, Zach would have a breakdown. It was, it was just those untimely breakdowns. He was like, at no point in time we would be able to consistently be on the same page as an offensive line. We had very good moments, but at the end of the day, he goes, if there was six seven mess-ups, it was each one of us had one mess-up at some point in time in the game that either killed a drive, backed us up, you know, stopped us. And it was like there was just untimely situation that they had across the front. It wasn't that they performed bad altogether. They just had individual breakdowns that overall killed drives, and then you have two turnovers the on games, top of that. I remember one game where it just they did a tackle out, into the end, to the to the uh, what the T E the T E uh, twist. Yeah, went straight into the, to the tie run, and the guy came inside. It just broke free right as he was getting ready to release the ball. That was just enough to make it just spin out of, out mm-hmm. of control. And I'm saying to myself, they did not get the sacks. But this is what I realized, you know, about our quarterback. He doesn't have the greatest arm talent. When you don't have the greatest arm talent. Your mechanics means a whole lot more to you than, say, the kid from Kansas City or Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Your mechanics do mean a little bit more to you. And they, they just kept him off his spot, kept him off his spot. Now, maybe that was because, like you say, they should have schemed a few more guys open. But, man, go back and look at that film. They weren't having it. Uh, my man, uh, Marcus, DeMarcus da- uh, Davenport. Davenport. I was fearing that all we got. Like, I hope this dude don't show up. This choose this game to show up. He showed up, and he showed up early. Do you have something to say, Kurt? No. Or, what were... are you laughing at? This is not funny, man. We nah, lost. Nah, what are you finding up. humor at in this, shut Kurt? Up. <laughs> you. This is serious. We're three and one now. Oh we God. had a chance to be four. The and world up. is the world is falling apart. Kurt, three Nate, was right, Nate was right about Rankins too. You said if he played, it'd be it'd cause problems. And it, it, for some reason, for some reason, I believe this right here. When when you go home against the Saints, you take that same team and you place it in an open air stadium, and that defense does not look the same. But you've taken it and put it up in them hostile, hollering, screaming fans, and that just that little split second that they have to get off on that rock. They're a different team. Their now, attitude is I'm different. I'm glad you said that. That's a great point that Nate just yeah. made. When you're playing in New Orleans, yeah. right, and you're now – everything that you do is silent count, okay? The defense is – from the time that you're a little leaguer, peewee football, if you play defense of anything around the football, you move when? The ball the moves. The ball moves. Yeah. Offensively, you're always taught – very seldom do you do silent count. You're always taught to listen for the hut hut. Yeah. Every yeah. time, right? Now, sound echoes. So it goes from his mouth to when you get it to when we get it outside as receivers. So when the ball moves, if I'm, a, if I'm an offensive lineman, I'm not looking in at the ball. I'm looking at the people in front of me, mm-hmm. right? So nine times out of ten, I'm listening for white 80. Right. White 80. Said hut hut you get the rhythm of the cadence of your quarterback. So you know how long he's going to hold that wide 80. You get the rhythm of that. You do it every day with them. You get the rhythm so you can know you get your jump off. When you're in silent count, 
Now you're a tick slower because who are you reacting off of? The defensive lineman. The defensive lineman. Because they're moving when the ball snaps. I can't look down. I can't look at the ball and then get my eyes back up to you. You might have switched and changed and shifted. So once we get our stuff set, I'm in my stance, either three-point or or, or two-point stand, and I'm looking at my assignment. I only move when you move because we're in silent count. The center and guard, if you had a guard that's like, you know, tapping the center, then they move with it. But everybody's not on that string anymore. Great point because now they – and you you might think, oh, that doesn't matter. It matters. It matters when you're a second slow and he's already got off and got momentum. Now you're talking about creating edges, creating gaps, creating splits. All of that stuff matters. So when you go into these home situations like New Orleans, like Seattle, like Kansas City, and you got to go silent count, this is the part that hurts you. Because an offensive lineman, I'm going to be a tick slower because I'm watching you and all you're doing is watching the ball. So when it goes, you move, then I move. And I'm going to tell you what, even, what, what, what hurts is when you've lost total control because of the crowd. Now it gets to a point late in the game where you actually got to tell them we coming at you. You know, because you saw Zeke walk up one time and say, right here. You, he, he pointed right at the hole. And what's called had to shake his head like, yeah. And he turned around and handed him the ball. They were sitting there waiting. <laughs> yeah. It, when it gets like that, that's when I, I almost stopped charting after that. I say, I say, wow, we done lost it. And maybe that's where we need to tell him to try something. Or maybe we needed the coach to try something. But it got to the point where, they got kind of frustrated, and, and most coaches like Andrew Reed, McVay, uh, the coach for Green Bay, they would say, "You know what? Forget this. That's that North Turner. Let's air this out. Forget this running. Right? Let's air this out." Well, our team gets frustrated and say, "We running it. We running it." That's that's the difference. That is the big difference. When we, when we get frustrated and things ain't going right, we got this big offensive line, we got the greatest running back, let's run it. Whereas most teams, they just like, man, forget this. We finna air this thing out. Let's talk about that when we come back. Yeah. Does this team fully trust Dak? Don't hang it with the boys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us based on gws one score september 2018 now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek. Life's an event. 
we have the tickets. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the Star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at Formation at the star.com back to hanging with the boys all under 20 yards back but you know find the right what am i supposed to be reading here this is weird here we go cowboys hours free and open to the public join us at neighborhood services at the omni frisco hotel for the miller light cowboys hour presented by albertson's Tune in tonight as host Brad Sham, Kevin Turner, and Taylor Stern sit down with LP Latasur and Xavier Suofilo. For more information, visit Cowboys, DallasCowboys.com slash Cowboys Hour. I'm with that. But, okay, Jesse just showed me, before we get to the deck, trust me or trust me not, he just showed me the chart. But, you know, when I, we talked Friday – I, I said our defense was too quick for when they turn and just throw that ball. See, this is this is what I love about Sean Payton. He saw that too. He like I ain't throwing out there. If I throw out there, it's going to Kamara. That's the only guy I'm throwing out there. Everything else gonna be five yards or more down the field. It's not gonna be twenty, but I'm gonna design some stuff that gets my guys five yards. So my run game is my pass game. Yeah, it's the other yeah. run game. So here we go. This guy completed 23 passes, no more than 15, 16 yards was one of the longest one he stole. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they were all upfield. So they were second and five, second and four. He was 23 of 30 for 193 yards. Yeah. What did I say last week? They're going to run routes with their receivers to do what? Lift the coverage. All I want to do is get linebackers, safeties, and corners to turn their bodies and turn their heads and go that way. Cool. Because once I do that, Jared Cook, Hill, the Taysom Hill, the other Hill, Michael Kamara, Michael Tom. I, I, okay, fine. Five here, seven there, first down. Seven there, three here, first down. Five here. Oh, he took it and ran 14 more yards. That's all they. That's all they were going to do. They were going to make you have to tackle. Execution. And even though we had Malik Collins playing okay, we had uh, my left, our, our right defensive end playing great and Quinn, it wasn't enough. Even though we had uh, Leighton play one of his better games, you know, coming up, it wasn't enough. They made those five or six plays that we was talking about, two of them being turnovers for their defense. Mm-hmm. Two of them being turnovers, and then their punt returner got a, cracked off a nice one during the game. You always have to win two phases. Mm-hmm. They won two phases. They beat our offensive line, and they had a, a, a better special teams. They beat us, man. There's a fourth phase they won too. <laughs> Coaching. They all coached us. They all coached us. Well, see, Sean Payton all coached see, us. See, brother, the reason I didn't bring it up because I, I kind of told y'all that Friday. You did. Yeah. He all coached us. It. it, it it's three coaches and their staffs that I'ma always go with. I'ma always go with Sean Payton. I'ma always go with Andy Reid until the playoffs. In the regular season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm all and I'm gonna go with Sean McVay because he's learning. 
And the other guy, man, you know, as soon as he retired, just put him in the Hall of Fame. Jello check. Yeah. <laughs> that's when he was messing around. Put him in the Hall of Fame. He don't need to wait five years. Yeah, just put the man in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, if you don't, he's going to video the other guys in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be up on some type of charges. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Zeke Elliott, 18 yards, 30, 18, 18 rushes. Carries. 35 yards. 1.9 average. 1.9 average with a long of six. Six, mm. yeah. And a fumble. And a fumble. Yeah. Everybody got a touch now. Fantasy, Fantasy players ought to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He led the team in catches, too, and that's not a good thing, right, when he's leading no. the team in catches? Targeted seven times, six receptions for 30 yards. When your run game looks like that on paper, and it looks... And Tony Pollard played two. two Count them. Two plays? Two plays. That's but he got it. a penalty for one to help, you know, he turned the linebacker. Yeah, and didn't run the ball once, did he? Nope. Mm. Let, me, let, me, let me say this. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. They got away from everything that yeah. they were successful yeah. with. I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm believe in this here. The thing that made you good was your offensive line. That's the thing that wasn't as good. And these are fixable things. And that's, that's the great thing about it is take care of the down line. A lot of times we didn't take care of the down line. Uh, How do you do that? By standing. When, you, when I'm double teaming, when me and you double teaming, Kurt, I got to stay on him until the linebacker draws me off. I just can't assume that you there. Mm. I got to secure you, especially when it's a uh, the premier guy, player. Brown. Brown is a run stopper. He like, and like you said, Brown felt in his heart. Okay, they they let me go out of New England. I'm a run stopper. Now it's time for me and Malcolm Brown. It's time for me to mature. I am gonna stop this run at all costs. And then we and I leave too soon. Boom. I'm running at a linebacker that ain't even, that ain't even made a decision yet because they waiting. Mm-hmm. They waiting to see what Zeke gonna do. And I and I turned that guy free and I, I turned loose the other kid two rankings. We turned them loose like two or three times. And that's all it take on first down. Like he said, now you're looking at second and nine, second and ten, uh, second and ten, uh, second and eleven. That happened a lot. A lot. When your run game stops like this and it's not productive, did they did they give Dak an opportunity to do enough in this game? Was was this obviously you said Kellen Moore, <clears throat> you're putting this one on Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Did they give Dak enough opportunities to win this game? No. No? No. If this is going to be a dude you pay 35, 4, 6, I don't know, whatever you pay him, 30 plus million dollars. <coughs> if this is going to be your franchise quarterback, if he's going to be the guy that carries this franchise to whatever. For the next six years. For the next six to 10 years, mm-hmm. these are the games that he has to win. These are, these are the games that. Let me ask you this question. If it was a green jersey with number 12 on and it was two minutes left in oh, that very game, game and he had the ball, how confident would you feel? Oh, we've seen it in our stadium. Right? A couple of times. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel that confident when it was when it was Dak doing it. Mm-hmm. Even though he has a lot of game-winning drive, I just didn't feel that, – that's a franchise quarterback. If it was number 12 in the blue jersey and had the New England sign on his helmet, mm-hmm. how confident would you have felt right. in that? These are the games – if you're going to pay a dude $35 million – then you're going to say, okay, four, you got it. Go win this football game. And time and time again, they took it away from him. What I would love to see, and I played for a quarterback here in Dallas who would take it upon himself to try and go win football <coughs> games. 
I played with Tony Romo, who I can tell you for a fact changed about 65% of the plays in the huddle at the line of scrimmage. Because it was okay. And, and we, I thought that we saw Dak trending in that early in this year, mm-hmm. coming to the line of scrimmage, IDing the stuff, seeing this, oh, no, hey, get here, come here, boom, hey, get here. Hit. I thought we saw that. And this game, it didn't look as confident as someone who, was, who had fully control of what they were doing and was putting his team in the best. I think it felt like he was like, all right, they called it. Let's run it. Here we go. Back into the offensive line, you know, right to the butt of the offensive yeah. lineman again. And there was no adjustments from him. That's what I need to see from him. For I need to see you be a $40 million quarterback and go, check, 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 check. Get my guys into the best play possible and go win football games. I'm going to tell you something. Something, something can't never happen. And this is one thing we took upon ourselves when I played as offensive line. Brother, you can't beat us with seven. That can't happen again mm-hmm. either, bro. It, it's, it was a lot of no-nos in this game. Okay, Kevin Kellen Moore does not get a pass, but he do get a chance to, to learn. To fix it? Yeah, he gets a chance to learn. Dak, now that is one thing you said that, that, that has to happen. This is your fourth year. This offense ain't changed. Only thing we do now is we motion a little bit more to help you mm-hmm. get into a better play. Identify what the defense take, is doing. Take ownership of it. Now, and maybe maybe they have. I, I you know I haven't asked that question to know, but if you see where something can be changed, of you don't like the play coming out of the um out of the huddle when you see it right away, don't wait. Hey hey man, no 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 no. This is what we finna run right. and check into it if that allows you in this game. See, I don't know. I haven't heard from the quarterbacks or the other folks. I know the offensive line said that they could they could communicate. It didn't show up too well, but they said they could. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I'm I'm I, I'm not. I didn't know whether this would be a thirty to forty game, or I didn't know how the points would go, but I knew it would be two or three points. How Elvett went, yeah, you know. You feel like these teams look like they were so. Well matched in this game. The turnovers made a difference for me. Turnovers made a difference. Do you feel like you could play ten of these games, five in the Superdome, five at AT and T Stadium, and you pretty much the home team is going to win both times, or is this you just they just a better such a better team That's that I they outplayed them? I don't, you mentioned them as the coaches. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. I mean, talent wise, are the Cowboys a better team? You know. Man for man, you would yeah. say that, but I mean, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper. All right, you know what I'm saying? Apples and oranges, right? You, both good fruits. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Drew Brees, if if he's healthy, I, I would take Dak over Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew Brees, Kellen Moore. Okay. Maybe the you know the offensive line. Okay. Cameron Jordan, Tank Lawrence, Marcus Davenport, Robert Quinn. All right. You know. These young linebackers, they're up and down this year, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their corners, Marcus Lattimore, Byron Jones, Eli Apple, Cheeto, Von Bell, Xavier Wood. I mean, so when you look at the teams, the discrepancy of talent, it, the, the margin isn't it isn't it isn't a wide margin. Mm-hmm. If if a player is better than the other player, it's like okay, you know, Alvin, you know, Zeke, Alvin Kamara. 
It's not like Zeke, Alvin Kamara. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not like Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, or Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. The margin is very slim. And so, when you again, when you have that type of margin, when the margin is so slim, it goes to all of those little ancillary things. When the talent level is so matched, what makes the difference? Turnovers, mm-hmm. coaching, penalties. Crowd noise. Crowd. Mm-hmm. So all of those little things come into play. And, and speaking of penalties, Amari Cooper got two. That's I was going to ask you, did, you man. did he look off to you? Do, do you think his his injury or his yeah, he non-practice? Didn't he didn't have the burst. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, and this is something that most, and, and Nate knows this, this is something that most fans and people on the outside don't know. Those two offensive pass interference calls, those are – Coaches, coaching and player induced or uh, um, what other word am I looking for? Um, encouraged. Here's why. When you watch film sometimes, you'll pick up little tendencies from different players. A coach might see it. A player might see it. And then you'll go into a game. And this is how you influence the refs. You go into a game. Pre-game is happening. The refs are out there. You go. You continue to talk. You go. Hey, Mr. Official, <laughs> listen, man. That number nineteen for Dallas. That bro, he always pushing off, Mr. Official. And then you go see the side judge. Hey, Mr. Official, man, listen. Watch number nineteen. He's always pushing off on his routes. And then Sean Payton comes out and he goes to the field judge and he goes, Hey, man, listen. Nineteen. That push off. So now in the back, of, what was the movie with Will Smith uh, uh, where he was gambling? And then the, the dude at the end of the day, they were playing a football game, and they had the dude that saw the fives all day long. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. Will Smith was he like, like, I'll bet you whatever. He, they, they set it up all day long for him to see a certain number. Mm-hmm. So mentally this number was in his mind, and Will Smith called the number. The dude went on it, and he won a bunch of money. That's all he did was. I told the ref over and over and over before the pregame, Marcus Lattimore might have said it. Uh, uh, the coach might have said it. So now in the ref's mind, all I've heard all pregame is about how number 19 pushes off. Mm. So when I see Lattimore go back and I look, 19, oh, yeah, that, that he was pushed off. Mm. So there's remember, certain things remember. like that that happen throughout the course of a game that most people don't know that happens. And that's how you influence an official because he may not be – purposely calling it, but subconsciously he's heard about 19 and pushing off, and that looked like a push-off from number 19. Mm-hmm. Got to be a flag. Our snap mm-hmm. last year of Washington. Yeah. Yeah. All, all Done pre-game. that his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. Never all been called. Pre-game, mm-hmm. bro, they was just, look at look at, look, look at Well, nobody's jumped. And rough, like, nobody's jumped. And then as soon as that dude jumped. Jump. <laughs> so this stuff happens more often than you know. Mm-hmm. Coaches, you didn't, you coach, didn't think they were penalties, though, right? I didn't. I didn't. No, at all. Were, yeah. But all you. But I don't have to think it's a penalty. I got. <laughs> I got to just trick you to do. Especially yeah. that last one, bro. But this, they're human. They're human, and if you tell somebody something enough, all the time, then they'll start looking at it. At that, in such a way. Especially in New Orleans where every other word they say to the official is F you because they're still very, better, very yeah. bitter about that playoff game last year. That's, that was very evident within the crowd. You, you, you see how me and Jesse, now we saw basically the same things, lack of movement before, you know, pre-snap reads and stuff like that, offensive line, but you see how we both attack how he attacked from a skill position. That, hey, what happened to the movement? What, what, what not helping you guys get over? And I'm like, man, the offensive line need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's it's so many moving parts in a game that helps you win or lose a game. 
But it still came down to those five or six plays, the, the two pushing off, the, the two fumbles. You know, and then when the defense sacked these guys in the first play, we get the ball with a minute left. We not only get sacked, but we lose the level. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then we threw some balls that even me as offensive line, I'm like, why did we even throw that ball in one for five yards? Everything should have been just streaking down the field, man. Everything should have been at least 20 or 30-yard pass. Do you agree or disagree at the end of the game? No, I agree. It's like – we just threw. A, what did we just throw here? But then it comes back to the way they were playing coverage. All those guys were back. Yeah. They, was, they were saying, "Listen, you can have even the Randall Cobb play." People, were like, oh my God, no, he wasn't going nowhere. It was three guys standing back there waiting for him. I, in fact, I want you to throw it in the middle of the field because we're going to tackle them. We're going to lay on them. Then they did, and they did. <laughs> now here's what, and here's I agree with you, but here's why I don't. I, I kind of don't agree with you because, and this is. As Dion would say, right. you fat hogs. Right. Y'all gotta run 40 yards. Yeah, but we're gonna take off. Y'all gotta run 40 yards and get set and then do another play. But see. You see what I'm saying? So I gotta get I gotta get four, I gotta get five guys who are 300 pounds 40 yards down the field to get lined up to run another play. See, I've never had that problem though. I never had that problem because Troy said, hey man, as soon as you see that ball or touch receiver's handcuff, you you got some some vision. I just take off running. I don't know what the hell it's going to be. A lot of yeah. times I don't got crap down the field trying to Because I know that's how y'all guys thought of us. Let's take another break. Wow. When we come back. We even got a jam like that the, in Philly one time. Can the, We'll finish this story. God, getting yeah. jammed up in Philly. Can the Cowboys save their season, or is Kurt right? Is it <laughs> no, over? On no, with the boys. For your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper Soft Coolers, perfect for packing in your signature side dishes. Tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage, so pour one into the OtterBox Elevation Tumbler. It keeps your drinks frosty and toasty. Discover more about OtterBox line of tailgate essentials at OtterBox.com. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals. The Eagles, Giants, and Redskins. Plus, the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets today. 
back to Hanging with the Boys. Back. Kurt's got back. something to tell you. Tailgating can be sweaty work. The unloading, the grilling, the games of cornhole. Oh, Jesus. Make sure There's your tail remains sweat-free with Tommy John. The breathable moisture wicking underwear that keeps you two to three times cooler than regular cotton. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys. Can you tell thanks, us before thanks, Jesse, you know, before Jesse, you know, breaks some more stuff down, can you tell us how Kurt has um, – No, no, no. Oh, we, were, the Cowboys. we were having lunch. Right. And Y'all Kurt was like – Blowing things out of proportion. You got Green Bay in here this week. You know, they can't they, – they, If you don't win. Yeah, they could be three and two. And then the next week is Philadelphia. No. And they fight for their playoffs lives. Mm-hmm. And totally – and, totally and, and for one, Shannon, like, don't do that, Kurt. I mean, Shannon tried to bring him up. Trying to be and he positive. He got mad. Well, I'm just going to go run off the, the, the stat sheet. I'm, I got better and things. Then, and do. then he said, see, told you Zeke can't run. They shouldn't have gave him all that money. <laughs> yeah. 1.9 yard yeah. average. Well, I don't know what bad money spent. you guys were Tell me that's 25. That's 25 mil a yard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kurt, all we'll that. give you a chance to redeem yourself. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? About what? <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. That's what we're talking about today. I think they'll be good. I mean, this is just a bump on the road. They'll learn from it. They'll come back out. They'll be fired up for next week against Green Bay. How do you feel about them against Green Bay? I know we'll talk about that later in the week. But. I think they'll win. I picked them to win earlier in the season. I think they okay. will. But, I mean, it's, again, it's going to be a tough team. It's not the Dolphins, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to come out. And- so why everybody compare? Like, it's not the Dolphins. Why, why the Dolphins are getting thrown under the bus, man? Dolphins bad. Man. <laughs> Somebody asked me something. Like, I don't understand the Dolphins. In the first half, they're, they're oh man, they can play with anybody. In the second half, they give it up. I said that's what losing teams do, man. <laughs> Am I correct, man? Yeah, yeah. That's what losing teams, even in high school. Oh man, oh, first school. And the coach will feed on man. If we can ever just carry over from the first half, <laughs> yeah. we can ever just. That's just like the the. NCAA tournament every yeah. year, you have like some d- directional school playing Duke or North <laughs> right, Carolina, right, right. and they're within three or four points at halftime, and then just poof, game yeah. over. What do you guys think? Or, or should should Cowboy fans be worried, or is this is this a learning experience against a a real a good team, a great team at home that has one of the best coaches in the league, regardless of who their quarterback is? Is this just one of those games where you're, hey, we got beat? We're still I, a great football team. I think personally, and Jesse add on to this from his perspective, but I really believe that all the things I saw, uh, they can correct. They correct. Mm-hmm. The, the, the making sure you secure the down block. That's that's football one on one for offensive linemen. Secure your down block before you before you move off to the next level. You know we can never get to the next level because we never secured the down block. And the next level didn't count. So, you know, and a few technical things on passing, you know, you're going to be all right. Now, the question is, how quick will uh, Smith Tyron get back? Smith. Yeah, yeah, now that, that high ankle sprain. Yeah, you can't tough. keep running. You can't. See, some teams ain't going to allow you to run a backup out there on them. And Green Bay, if they can get you behind the chains, that's where they're good at. Their defense is good if they can get you behind the chain. But if you can keep them chains even, you got him. Just the Saints went after Fleming those last few plays. You can mm-hmm. tell they were running him ragged. So yeah. What do you What do you think, Jesse? You think think there's cause for worry, or do you think they're still in a good spot, Cowboys? Well, technically they're still in a good spot. Right, mm-hmm. four games in, you're three and one. I yeah. mean, granted, that's 
There's not a lot of teams that are three and one yeah. in this league right now. There's only yeah. three undefeated teams in this league right now. Three and one is a great place. You're still number one in the division. Um, but the concern that I have is what Nate just hit on. Tyra's going to be out at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. Talking about a high ankle sprint or as – never mind. A high, I, I'm not going to take a shot at anybody. A high ankle sprint. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a 300-pound dude. That ain't Amari Cooper or Tavon Austin where they're light on their feet. 300-pound dude who's, who's who needs to have that foot – Kind of needs to anchor himself. Yeah. yeah. So if his ankle ain't it ain't it ain't right, he ain't kicking off of it. He ain't planting off of it. He's gonna be tender. He's gonna be hesitant. Now guys are throwing three different moves, two different moves at him. He's compromised. And if he's compromised, your left tackle is compromised. Your O line is compromised. Because mm-hmm. now what you have to do is you either have to do one of two things. You either got to take a tight end and put over there, or back and put over there. I turn the protection now all the all time. the time. So you, you're compromised. You're still without Michael Gallup, who probably has about two more weeks for his knee injury, right? Two or three more weeks for his knee injury. Yep. So now your number two receiver is out. Your number one left tackle is out. And you got to go and play a team that's go, it's gotten better defensively. And in the back of all of our minds, we know that Aaron Rodgers has it out for the Cowboys so that part concerns me. Mm-hmm. You lose another player. You lost uh, uh, who had the pec injury? Um, Frazier. Yeah, Kayvon Frazier, pec injury. Um, some other guys were banged up. Yeah, All I of that you. stuff begins to matter. Like, and even though they don't, you don't lose them for an extended period of time. When you begin to have ailments from different injuries, that lessens your performance. That mm-hmm. lessens your ability to that play at hundred percent. The backups. Correct. That's what I always try to tell people. That strength, it's the reason you have starters, and especially the guys that you have paid mm-hmm. to be high-quality starters. You you tend to, as a team, say, okay, we Corey Fleming, we can't pay you. This is what we can pay you because you, cause we got to pay this guy. And that guy is maybe a level and a half below what you – you see? So – so overall, I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Short term, I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, they're three and one with <laughs> with 12 more games to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you get through Green Bay, you got the Jets, you got a little bit of you know. But now, once you get to that, we all know that that five game stretch. You got to put stuff together and can and, and hope that one you continue to grow offensively. I think this is a, le- a learning lesson for Kellen Moore. I, I don't think this is what. He is. I think this was a moment where he got the moment a little big for him. Looked over there, saw Sean Payton. Sean said, "Checkmate," and he couldn't. He had no answer. Yeah. Um, but your quarterback has to play better. Your play calling has to be better. Um, not your overall concerned. Be have to be better. I'm not overall concerned, <sighs> but I am worried a little bit in the in the in the short term interim. Yeah. And you're three and one, and that's pretty much where everybody thought they were going to be at this point in the season, except Nate. Except Nate. <laughs> and let me tell you why. You and DeRoe. No, no bro. Let, you let tell DeRoe he switched his pickup last week, too. <laughs> let, let, me, let me tell you why. It's his fault. Because, Jesse, you tell me if I'm wrong here. This team from top to bottom, especially they was breezeless, is better than that team. Now, they, we did not play better, but if you want, if you want to – have home field advantage, 
you had your first shot at it. Mm-hmm. You, the first three teams we were supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. else going to beat them too. This was your first shot at making sure Philadelphia didn't catch you. This was your first shot to let the Saints and any other NFC team that's going to be a threat. We are going – we are going for home field advantage. As a young team, this is what Jimmy pressed upon us early. Man, we need that home field advantage. We're not that good yet. When you now, when you get that good, then okay, second round, it's, it don't matter. We won from from being the second best team, right. but for home field advantage, where we had to go into somebody else's house, that's fine. But until you become that team and be able to take away what's good for another team, you need to win every game. That's why I'm saying from a player, I'm not looking at the Cowboys as somebody that, okay, they're going to be a six, you know, a, a, a seven. I'm, I'm looking at they're going to be one, two, uh, at the worst, three. Right. That's how I'm looking at the Cowboys. But you cannot lose a game like this and be where I'm talking about being. See, the NFC Championship ain't going to fall in your lap. You got to take that NFC Championship, and that's the only way you have a shot to play at the uh, Super Bowl. That's why I'm saying they needed this game. Yeah, they did, especially without Breeze. And, and again, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You used to ask yourself, if Breeze played in that game, man, you might have lost by 20. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But then again, maybe things are different on the other gonna side. I was going to say, would yeah. they change the play call who if, knows? if you get down you, like Who that. knows? But right. this is a game that you're supposed to win. When you hold a team without scoring a touchdown at home you're, with all your starters and they're missing their Hall of Fame quarterback, you got to win. You have to win this game. This, everything about this game you should have won. But you did You did those things that you – the Cardinals sins. You can't – come on. Jason Witten fumbled. He fumbled nine times in 15 years. Zeke doesn't fumble. He fumbled. Whether whether it was the right call or not. Thank you. That's what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. He fumbled. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let me tell you something, man. I said it, and this guy has not proven me wrong. Carson Wentz is coming, man. You you better pray he get hurt because Carson Wentz is coming. And guess what he did that showed – see, this is what tells me a guy is growing. He dinked and dunked. Green Bay and won the game. Now, you can say he missed a field goal or this didn't go right, but he won the game. That gives him confidence, and that gives all them guys in the locker room, hmm, maybe there's something to this guy when you're missing a bunch of your core players. Carson Wentz coming, man. I'm telling you now. And we, we talked about their schedule at the end of the year. It's a lot easier for them the last five games. So well, Who's being negative now? I'm not negative. That's reality, Kurt. That's reality. The Eagles will be there. We said it on this show. The Eagles, I'm going to tell you like real Anthony. I'm going to get excited like real Anthony. I told you. It's going to come down to the last game or two of the year. Between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Watch. See what I told you, Kurt. See what I told you. No, it's going to be – the Cowboys are fine, man. They're going to be fine. You you like to believe that they're going to rectify the situation, get back back in the lab. This is a learning experience for Kellen Moore. It is. This is his – He's had you know how many games he has under his belt as an offensive coordinator? Four. Four. <laughs> four. Think about anything that you think about the first time you got on radio, the first article, you, the first four articles you ever wrote. Yep. It wasn't very good articles. <laughs> the first four times you you know you were selling t-shirts, mm-hmm. you probably wasn't the best at it. The first four times you got into an NFL field and had to go up against I froze. 
<laughs> right? I froze. And, and so you're going to have the – but guess what? You learned, right? Punctuation became better. You learned new sales pitches, right? Mm-hmm. You learned how to do things differently. Same thing for me. So four games in, Kellen Moore, he's a smart kid. He would not be in the position if he wasn't a smart kid. Now, I, I like to believe, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna go from no – I don't know Kellen Moore that well. I know John Kittner very well. Right. I, I know he's going to sit back and go, all right, that's on me. That's on me. Got to correct this. Got to correct that. They, they should be able to sit in the room as an offensive staff and say, that's on me. This is on us. Here's how we correct this. Now, if we go and we can see this next game against Green Bay and it looks similar to what we saw this week, now I'm like, sound the alarms. <laughs> we, you know, sound the alarms. Kurt's right. Kurt's oh, right. No. Sound the alarms. Scott <laughs> Linehan is back in the building somehow, some way. Wow, man. Why is this dude attacking you, man? You, you don't don't play Mr. Innocent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you. 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 Nate, Nate. That's him. That's him. All right, fellas. Hey, have you recovered from Saturday yet? Oh, don't why'd you bring that up? <laughs> so close. Man. Oh. Are you mad at the call? We're talking about the UNC Clemson game. I'm mad at the going for two and I'm mad at the call. Really? Yeah, it, it's as a head coach, it is your job, Mac Brown, it is your job to know. And in the field, the temperature of your team. Offensively, we didn't have it in the second half. Our defense was standing up against the number one ranked team in the nation. Kick the extra point. Let's go into overtime. At home. At home. Mm-hmm. And now uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence only had 205 yards passing. He wasn't beating us. You know, we had the one mistake where we had a linebacker on Higgins. That was dumb. Ran right down the middle of the field for a touchdown. <laughs> Take your chance with your defense, even if they score. College rules say, we get a chance now too. <laughs> you you tried to go uh, east and west on what against Clemson. That ain't gonna work. Never got, on the, never on the team like, like that. Not east and west. You, the two you, points going with two I points thought, didn't bother me as much as when I saw the east and west yeah. with the quarterback. Mac thought it was Vy. He thought Mac thought he had Vince Young. He thought it was Vince Young. <laughs> He blinked and said, oh, I got to be wild. to that corner, bro. Yeah, they no. were sitting there waiting. <laughs> and then they run it. Wow. Here's the bad part about it. Not only did they run a terrible play east and west, y'all ran to the short side of the field. Yeah. They yeah. ain't got far to – y'all ran to the – you ran an option to the short side of the field, no offense, with the white quarterback who ain't that athletic against Clemson who they put first-round dudes out on that defense every single year. But he no. did have his last option was – I'm going to still try to toss it to this other guy, so let me fumble. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it up and see what happens. Oh, my yeah. God. Way to bring Dang, up why you, why you open things, up? Why you, I was, yeah, I was I just healing. He's trying to get that heat off him, man. He's trying to get that negativity yeah. off him. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, Kurt, thanks for thanks for bringing Jesse yeah. down right when yeah, we were yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing it, Nate. <laughs> Jesse, thanks for being here. <sighs> Kyle, thanks for getting us on the air. William, thanks for keeping all the streams up. Caden, stay away from this show. Douglas, we miss you. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Phone calls tomorrow. Can we get some new callers? Because we do have a time limit with Jesse. 30 seconds. Yeah, Thank yo, you. 30 seconds. And you off. Unless you call from out of the country, then you get 35. Yeah. We'll try to get yeah. a bunch of callers in here. Let's get a bunch. Let's of get a bunch tomorrow. A bunch. Tomorrow. Hang with the boys. Before your next AT&T Stadium barbecue. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?